Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are talking NWA Saturday night on TBS from March 31st, 1990. We've also got, hopefully, a bunch of shenanigans, because you know how we do it as we try to take your mind off things in this crazy world where things are just going more and more nuts as we speak. I'm sitting here with Doc and not Hard Body Hopper. Hopper should be calling in any minute now, even though he's seven, eight minutes late already. Doc, how are you, sir? Man, oh, there he is. Oh, shit, he just oh, joined. Wait. Oh, 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 look at there. Hey. 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 Couldn't have timed that better. That's I know, crazy. huh? We're on the air, pal. Literally. Just hit record. I'm doing fine. Did you make sure everybody has Rolling Rocks stocked up? Oh, yeah. I just drank one. Oh, okay, that's good. Yeah. I'm having a blue moon myself. Blue moon. Do you put the orange in it? Nah, bro. You don't need to doctor up beer like that. Yeah, it's like put, it's like putting steak sauce on steak. If you got a good enough product, you don't need to jack with it. You know why they they started doing that with fucking Coronas? Because the Lime Lobby paid them. It, it was to keep uh, flies from getting in a fucking beer in Mexico. Oh. Hopper's always Hopper's always got some obscure fact that none of us have ever heard of and. Next you're going to tell me they put fluoride in them, some bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so, Doc, how are you doing today? Man, I hate everybody. Every single living <laughs> organism is on my shit list. But <laughs> I got a field trip report. I took We took our kid to his first concert last week. Okay. How'd it go? It was, it was all right. I got some ideas here. Um, for improvement, but I paid money. Uh, we went to see the Foo Fighters up in Oklahoma City. Um, dude, Dave Grohl cusses a lot. Like he says, "motherfucker" in every sentence. That's cool. Yeah, um, the boy liked that part of it. Yeah. Um, here's the thing: they played. For, this is good and bad. They played for two hours and twenty five minutes, which is pretty cool. Unless you have a nine-year-old with you. Then it's not so cool. They were ready to leave? Yes. Or because these kids, and I would have thrown this to Mike for backup, but he can't back me up on a single fucking thing. These kids don't have to sit through shit they don't want to sit through anymore. They just 
curate their own life. So if a song comes up in the concert and they don't know it, they don't know how to handle just standing there and shut the fuck up and, and watching a song they don't know. Because they want to hear all the songs they want to hear. Create their own playlist. God, it must suck to be a kid nowadays. That's a miserable life. Yeah. I never heard this song before. Why are you playing as? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, you ever, you know, sometimes there's things like when you're young and they happen and you don't think you'll like it. And you're like, oh, I'm glad I heard that. Or I'm glad That's I tried like that. fucking black checks. Wow. That's that. Mm. Come on. Every everything's got to be a stupid mud show outlaw joke to you two <laughs> buffoons. Huh? That was funny. That's why you said that's messed up after you said it, right? Wow. That's fucked up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you need to apologize. <laughs> but proceed, Doc. Um, whatever you were saying about who, Foo Fighters, I don't, I've never heard of that group or anything. You've never heard of them? Yeah, right. Never heard of them. You never right. heard of no, Foo right. Fighters? He's, he's right, because I was talking to um, a bro- Shh, one of my, one of, uh, my kids' friends dad is a brother at soccer practice and i was like oh we went to a concert he goes oh who'd you go see i was like the foo fighters he goes who's that i oh. said look i know who jodeci is why don't you learn about some of my people and then he goes well y'all people stole all the rock and roll and i was like we'll do it again with rap if you don't watch out <laughs> but he didn't know who the foo fighters were i was like you know i don't expect y'all to know little bands but if we're ever going to come together as people, we need to understand each other's cultures. Yeah, I mean, we don't expect you to know who fucking Candlebox is, but come on. You know, all I heard about noon today was, I got no flips and dives, Mike. I'm exhausted. We got to get in, get out, get this show over with. And, um, you know, here we are, minutes down the line, and I'm getting nothing but flips and dives. So on that note, March, I want to thank... March 31st, 1990. I don't have a video version in front of me because you didn't start that. I was trying to vamp to give you some time to get ready, but apparently that's not going to be the case. So as Who's I was saying... high-performance move of the week? Special shout-out to our largest page contributors, monthly, disrespectfully, classy, Marky Blassie, Mike Childry, Joe Ice, and I've got a couple, well, actually three new... Pay, uh, podcast addict five star review so let me let me start there so first one this one was from august 5th of uh, 2021 from rambling redneck stiff competition for most entertainment with least effort i'm gonna take that as a compliment because it's a five star review so thank you rambling redneck then we got mike liddy on august 6th of 2021 these guys are here to be blessed and be a blessing once I get my disability check, you three stooges will get your five disability checks. You can book it, bitch. Thank you, That's sir. That's right. And then we got someone called Regular Sean, another five-star review on August the 10th, 2021. He says, y'all news Jesus. I think he means y'all need Jesus, and I totally agree, Regular Sean. Great podcast. Thanks for the time and effort you put into it. Sean from Sean in Ireland. So there you go. Three five-star oh, reviews wow. on this lovely, lovely, lovely night. Um, And by the way, I if, you're if listen- you watch Downton Abbey. Uh, Sean, uh, if you're on Twitter, go to CJH Hudat and tell them if you watch Downton Abbey. Yeah, they hate the Irish in that show. Well, you are That's really. English. 
You're right. You are really elbows deep into that, huh? I fucking love that show, bro. It's good shit. I can see it. It's it's very Man, apparent. I remember when that, because, you know, my mother-in-law was with us. I remember when that show was on, these bitches was, they were double recording on, like, four different TVs, man. They were making <laughs> sure that It comes on PBS shit, nonstop. They were making sure that shit got recorded. I'd, I'd pull up my TV, and they're like, well, you can't watch live TV because you have too many things recording, and it was all the same shit. Bruh, so that I'm so glad to hear I'm not the only one that happens to in a house. I'm l- I don't know. You and I are friends right now, so I don't give a shit. Oh, okay. March 31st, 1990. Won't you wait a second, huh? Oh, okay. I don't want to blow right. up. Last thing. Got to give some credit to some folks here. So uh, a couple of Patreon shout outs. I got to give credit to this guy here. I don't know who this is on Twitter or Facebook, but someone with the handle Dirty Old Man signed up on Patreon. That's nice. I, I love the handle Dirty Old Man. Well, that uh, narrows then, it down. Yeah, that, right. <laughs> that narrows it down when it comes to us. So thank you for signing up on Patreon. Uh, Sean, welcome to the BTT Hall of Fame. David, uh, sh- God, I don't know how to say his name. Starts with a C. Uh, and then another David, David Cameron, a.k.a. DC. Uh, he, he's he been actually a patron for a long time, but he finally moved over from Patra, from the Podbean patron to Patreon, which we switched over to a few years back. And if you're not a patron and you want to become one, go to tinyurl.com slash BTT and you can support this show. It is completely ad-free the only thing we plug is our own stuff so become a patron tinyurl.com slash patreon btt and get access to all of our clashes pay-per-views world class shows and all that good stuff available there all right doc you've been Harper, fussing Harper. so let's get Harper, into it i got it. a question for you oh now he wants uh, to flip and dive see there we go now he wants <laughs> to flip and dive tell, I, I gotta tell you if i had geico i'd cancel it right now <laughs> so you just give them a free you'd cancel it but you give them a free plug on our show once i've once i've said put the kiss of death on them they just saying their name to, in a plug but i had it with you tonight you ain't had nothing shit that's what i thought all right so can i start the video version now doc or you got anything else you want to get in All right, I'll I'll take that as a yes. All right, so let's get into it. We're talking March 31st, 1990. Flips and dives are out of the way. Doc, you've been wanting to get into this. What do you think about this week's show? And he doesn't talk, of course. So we open the show with Luger versus, uh, or with Luger and Flair. Uh, Luger's got Flair in a torture rack. We then head to JR and Corny who break down what we'll see and discuss today. And for some reason, I've got a timestamp to play, and I don't know why I've got a timestamp to play it. Was anything said in the opening, Doc, that uh, you remembered? Nope. He's salty. Let's hit play. Let's talk about it. Uh, a lot of matches that I have seen with Ric Flair and Lex Luger have ended with outside interference due to Ole Anderson or one of the horsemen. No, no. What, what happens is Ole Anderson or woman or one of the horsemen... Every time they see Ric Flair about to be ripped off, every time they see the referee not noticing something, they come to ringside and call it to his attention, the rule infraction made by his opponent. No outside interference. Okay, I, I had a feeling that you might have that opinion of that, but let's assume 
Let's assume that they have outside interference. How can Luger and Flair settle their differences? Well, if you want to talk about stopping outside interference, if you want to maybe keep some of Lex Luger's friends from running into the ring and trying to rip off the Nature Boy, the obvious way to do it is a cage match. Because in a cage match, nobody can get in the ring and nobody can get out of the ring. It's got to be settled by the two guys in there, and that would be Nature Boy Ric Flair because a cage match is right up his alley, brother. As a matter of fact, he won the world title at Starcade 83 from Harley Race inside a steel cage. He can do it. We'll talk more about that in the hour. Plus, ladies and gentlemen, a very special workout from Sting's Training Center. I'll have that report a little bit later in the program. We'll have our first match right after this. Sting's Training Center. Norman and Captain Mike up next. Doc, what are your thoughts about the opening of the show? Nothing. Oh, okay. He's salty. Um, so we'll keep moving because I got a feeling Harper's got nothing too. No. We get a bunch of, we get a bunch of commercials. A and W, uh, some bowling, M and M's, wrestling wrap up yeah. newsletter by WCW. Harper, I don't know if you wanted to mention any of these commercials, but you got anything regarding these great commercials from nineteen ninety? Fucking A and W, man. When's the last time you saw a commercial for that? Do they even play A and W commercials anymore? No. Still in stores though. Oh yeah, it's still around. It's a Seven Up product. Oh okay. Did uh, yeah. D Man tell you that one? I'm just curious. No. Okay. You you just know. <laughs> All right. So let me keep going because we got to get to some stuff here with uh, Norman. So hold on, it's coming up. I'm gonna hit hit the volume on this in a second. Because I got some things from this. Here we go. Let's go to Norman. He's cutting a promo. Back, everyone, to World Championship Wrestling. Norman, last week we saw you with a big black box. Now, I know that there's something in that box. What I heard it breathing is, who's, who's in there? I'm not telling you who's in there, but he's, he's, a good, he's good, you know. It's the boogeyman. That's who's in there, the boogeyman. Well, Jim Cornette thinks it's a, it's a box full of Twinkies or something. Oh, that'd be nice for me, hey? That's, I like Twinkies. You got a good boogeyman in the box? Yeah, he's good. Like you, Jim Ross, you're my friend. And all these good kids, if you're good, then the boogeyman's good to you. You know, one time I was scared of the boogeyman, and I got up, and he was sitting on the edge of my bed, and I got up, so I read him a story out of, a, out of one of my comic books. Do you know what story I read him? Oh, what did you read him? I don't know what I read him. That's why I asked you what I read him. Well, I have no idea. When are we going to see who's in the big black box? Well, it, it, it could be pretty soon. I'm getting ready. To, I'm getting ready to open that big box pretty soon. <laughs> you want to know, don't you? I really want to know. A big surprise for everybody. Yeah, and I, you're a good friend, Jim Ross. So I want you. You can know pretty soon too. All right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we may find out today, perhaps. What's hey. Ninja Norman? Huh? You, hey, I got a sword for you, Jim Ross. Oh, thanks a lot. I'll, want a mask too? No, I, I probably need one, but I'll pass. Ladies and gentlemen, Ninja Norman uh, will be back a little bit later in the program. But right now, let's go down to the ring. So I just realized I, I hit share screen, but it wasn't sharing. So I'm trying. Yeah, to it's, it's not sharing. Uh, let me know if that worked that time. Oh, wait. Okay, I think now it's going to come on. There it is. Okay. Look at this fuck. <laughs> oh, fuck, dude. I was watching this and fucking Tiffany was like, I was like, look at this. She goes, what the fuck is going on? She's like, that's Jim Ross? It's like, yeah. She's like, why is he talking to that guy? It's like, that's Norman. And then 
I told her what her gimmick is. She's like, that's fucked up to make fun of special people. It's like, yeah, it's 1990. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't think about it, but this this gimmick would highly offend people nowadays. Yeah, and first of all, it's not a sword, it's a sigh. Yes. I think you, you had mentioned it last week, yeah. too. Yeah, heroes a sigh. in a half shell. Turtle power. Heroes in a half brain. Uh, did you hear when he called himself Ninja Norman at the end? Yeah. Christ. They should uh, make that to a, sh- a shirt on uh, ProWrestlingTees.com. Ninja Norman? Yeah. God, I, I bet I bet they would fly off the shelves. Not. <laughs> Doc, I know you love Norman, man. What's your thoughts on Norman? Not so good. Oh, you got to have more than not so good. He's a ninja. He's got the turtle outfit on still. He's going to show us the big black box. The boogeyman's in it. Who could it be, Doc? Uh, you. Mm. Eh. I'm ugly, but I'm not that ugly. Come on, give me some credit here. So we keep going, and we go to the next match. We got Mike Rotunda versus the Cuban Assassin. Cornette mentions Norman um, when he joins the commentary, and I don't know. Seems like Corny's shooting. Corny says, I'll tell you what's in the box. All the cities Norman has wrestled in, and that's where they're buried. Oh. And and hold on, because I think I got the timestamp from it. I think this is it coming up right here. Feeble-minded idiot. I'll tell you what's in that box. All the cities Norman has wrestled in, that's where they're buried. Well, I'll tell you, he said we might see who's in the box today. So just JR's lack of response, I felt that Corny saying this guy's garbage in every city he's been in, he's killed the town. Not that he's garbage, but the gimmick is stupid. Not really a shot at Norman as much as probably somebody like Hurd. Anyway, Mike Rotunda, he's going to win with the airplane spin again, and Cactus is going to come out after the match, and Cactus comes in the ring, and Rotunda and Cactus are brawling. Eventually Sullivan comes out, and he's going to open the box, but before that, I'll throw it to Doc to see if he's got anything from this match. It was a long match. Yeah, it was. That's the Cuban assassin, though. That's why it's long. Right, Hopper? That's right. Yeah, I'm trying to fast forward to the part that we're talking about where uh, the brawl happens. Well, yeah, but I'm trying to get to where Cactus comes out. Uh, Before, as I'm trying to get to it, Hopper, what do you have from this uh, long match? I think they're 10 minutes in at this point. No. Yeah, this shit was long, bro. Maybe seven. But you know what I was thinking? When when he pops out the box, I was like, what, is you sitting in that box fucking Indian style the whole time? (laughs) Or, or, as you call it, crisscross applesauce? He's just sitting there. I guess he's just sitting there because he can't be squatting. I'll kill Harper, his fucking Back in knees. the day, they used to send guys under the ring for the entire night. Yeah, but the thing is, how un- he's so big, it's got to be uncomfortable for him being in that box. So he's got to be able to sit. He can't just be like on his knees or something. Uh, I need to think he's about so it. fucking big. And I love how they messed up the shot when he comes out the box. Yeah. So, basically, 
Abdullah the Butcher is in the box. But I got for the video folks, the patrons out there, we're looking at Rotunda and Cactus in the ring right now. And this is this is a miss. Look, I think this is dumb, but I gotta point out something. Rotunda and Cactus are in the ring fighting, and in the background in the corner, Sullivan is messing around with the box. You can see it in a second. Sullivan opens the box. And they get the worst camera angle po- angle possible to see Abdullah being unveiled, coming out the box. Like, look, see Sullivan? He's getting back there now. Abdullah comes out. You can barely see it. And then when they cut to it, he's already out, and you see his big fat back and his you know breast flopping around. Anyway, nice. so this is what we've been waiting for. Norman is in the ring doing jumping jacks. Abdullah is going. Look at Norman. Jesus. Abdullah is attacking Sullivan and Cactus, and he's helping Norman and Rotunda. Uh, Hover, what were your thoughts on all of this, man? I, I don't remember this. And the first thing that popped up on is like, he's a face? There's only a short list. There's a small list of people that should never be babyface. Yeah, I think it's... How could you convince them to to do this? How could you how could you convince him? Yeah, Abdullah. Here's the, the paycheck. No, what, what I'm saying, like psychology wise, like why is he doing this? It, well, and he's not believable as a baby face. No, Fuck especially no. especially to us because I, I because because when I got the promo after this. I'm like, this is a fucking odd couple. This is like a kid that just playing with his toys and just took three random fucking wrestling figures and just put them together. <laughs> so it who just, else is who else is on that list that wouldn't be a baby face? The Iron Sheik, Kamala, Kamala. Uh, any any wrestler who was a quote unquote savage type wrestler, right? You know, y'all said it. And I don't know, Sheik's not a savage, but But I yeah. mean I mean I can see how George the Animal Steel with Elizabeth became a baby face. Yeah. But, it was like the King Kong deal. But he wasn't carving up people's faces like Abdullah. I'm sorry. No. They'd have to be a bigger he's just out of the box and a baby face for that turn to exist and make sense. Yeah. I I, I don't understand why he's a face. The only people who bought Abdullah at this time as a face were the people who were seeing Abdullah for the very first time ever right right here. That's the only way you could buy it. Because the last time we saw him was when he was with Gary Hart. And he was chewing on a goddamn podium. He was chewing on a podium. (laughs) Yeah. So... I'm with Hopper, though. I think I do want to watch the promo but before we go to their promo after that brawl with all those guys we get we go to the castro high performance of the week which goes to doom and teddy long and i think there's a bunch of other commercials i don't have notes from that's it. that old commercial i was talking about the fucking old castro commercial the pistons oh. stopping there. yeah they showed that for years this one yes uh-huh. yeah i know what you're talking about you don't want that shit to happen when you get a car. No. 
God, they did show this for years with the Pistons. And, uh-huh. and then it starts heating up because there's no fucking oil. Yeah. Well, don't drive your car without oil in it. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> Check that shit. <laughs> We're talking about somebody we know whose uh, car had a leak in it, uh oil leak, and the person starts the car and is like, oh, my car needs three quarts of oil and the car only holds four and a half. Yeah, don't let that happen. Anyway, yeah. we'll go now to Norman, Mike Rotunda, and Abdullah the Butcher. What an odd couple, as Harper had to say. Here it is. What a surprise. It was Abdullah the Butcher in that big black box all along. Norman, hey, no, no, no. hey, 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 make him quit. Make him no, quit this. Jim Ross's it's a very expensive tie. He ate my sword, too, Jim Ross. Look, he bent my sword. He, he's good, huh? He likes good people. He's a, hey, no, no, no. Norman, come on. You got to control him. No, no. Abdullah, no. We'll get you something. We'll get you something to eat. Please you feed this guy. Jim Ross. That was a great surprise, Norman. Let me tell you, how you like Norman's surprise? Pretty good, huh? Well, there goes my form after the rest Norman, of the program. That's okay, Jim Ross. Captain Mike, how you like that? I love it, Norman. I love that surprise. Do you like it, Jim? Well, that was a major oh, surprise. Now, look, look, Kevin Sullivan. He looks like Kevin Sullivan. Too big. Yeah, hair, a little bit bald in the back, <laughs> kind of a big mouth. Jim Ross, woo, woo, woo. How you like, my? Can he talk? Can he talk? Yeah, he talks in boogie I've language. I've never heard Abdullah talk. Boogie man language, just to me. Just to me, I know what he's saying. What's he, he say? He ate my sword and he wanted to eat my best teddy bear, so he don't. He, he's kind of don't act too good. He's a little bit crazy, you know. Well, hey. th- does this mean that he's going to be a tag team partner? Hey. hey! He'll eat anything. He's like a goat. Is he going to be a tag team partner? Yeah, of course. Me, Captain. Hey, don't. Me, Captain Mike and, and Abdullah. Oh no! You really think this team could lose? Oh, if we can't beat him, he'll eat one of them. Fans, I think it's best now that we end this interview while I still have a few apparel, a little bit of my clothing left. Could he? Could he eat your wallet? Could we? Your, could he eat your wallet? Well, that would be a very light meal. Fans, we'll be. Let's go to the ring. Good oh, no. grief! Kevin Sullivan, get ready. Abdullah might eat you. <laughs> what are we watching? What are we watching, Hopper? It's like a dream. Like, bro, I had this dream last night that Abdullah the Butcher was with Norman and, and, and fucking Mike Rotunda. And Mike Rotunda was a sailor. <laughs> Look at this shot. We got Abdullah here chewing on the doll. Overhead. Mike's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Rotunda's laugh. Okay, let me. Doc, I, I, I need your thoughts. I really do. But I got. I want to say something. So you and I, we watch World Class. We watch Bruiser, Brody, and Abdullah, you know, murder each other, essentially, in bloodbaths. We, we've seen Abdullah and Manny, if you remember Starcade 85, I think it was a Mexican death match. I mean, I, they bled buckets all over each other. Uh, and so we've got these memories of Abdullah, and now we've got Abdullah farting around with Norman and Captain Mike, and Captain Mike's laughing as Abdullah chews on a doll that's supposed to be Kevin Sullivan uh, looks nothing like Sullivan, but it's just a bizarre world, as Hopper's kind of saying, a dream. Doc, your thoughts? Okay. Doc, you got nothing on this. No, I was on mute. Oh. He, he was Kamala before Kamala. If you know, I mean, Harper said that the only people that would believe this are the people that saw it for the first time. If you know anything about this guy, he is 
beyond scary. I mean, are we sure? Are we sure that Jim Hurd is not Bray Wyatt's grandfather? Um, no, but meaning I, that I, Mike Rotunda fucked Hurd's daughter, and now he's in this gimmick. Uh, yeah, this is fucking. I don't. So here's the other thing. Shit. Six to eight months ago, Norman was being led around by the nose as a criminal, mentally criminal escapee from a mental hospital. And now he's the puppet master. And how fucking not racist, but just stupid racist is, is that he speaks boogie, man. Yeah, he speaks boogie. What's that mean, Mike? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, like I, well, I was about to say, like, if he just started talking like they did an airplane and speaking <laughs> speaking like that, like that would have actually probably technically been the more offensive thing. Saying you speak boogie is that's just dumb. That's not even trying to be offensive. Look, I, I'm all for being racist if we can draw money with it. Okay. But this, in wrestling, not in real life. <laughs> Slow down. But I just, this I just is don't just, know what we're watching. Just, it it makes no sense. Like really? he should turn on Rotundo and carve him up. Rotundo's got his hand on his shoulder, dude. Here's the other thing. When did you see anyone just look at uh, Abdullah? Just hey, what's up, man? Pat him on the back and and all fucking damn. And this is my buddy. Dude, Rotunda is doing the ultimate pin me, pay me right here. He's laughing. He thinks this is funny. Look at him. Just watch Rotunda. <laughs> this is a game to him. He's like, man, this is so stupid, but hey, if they're going to keep paying me X amount of dollars, I guess I'll go along with this dumb stupidity. Well, you got to remember, they're getting contracts that they've never seen that kind of money before. And they're not making money. Well, that's their problem, not the wrestler's problem. <laughs> yeah. You think a gimmick like that could uh, get over now? Which like one? Psych- Which like a one? Psycho, uh, a psychomaniac from a foreign country and, and slices people open and shit. Yes. I think Abdullah gets a, g- could get over in any era if he was allowed to do the gimmick. Yeah. That's what I was about to say. I think You're, cause it I gets think, over. Well, I think wrestlers that pre- present a sense of real life danger get over in any time. Yeah. Like a Brock. <sighs> we'll keep moving though. Cause I don't <laughs> know what else to say about, um, I don't know what else to say about the rotunda. Man, Norman's Norman. had a come up, dude. He escaped you... a mental facility and now he's got a crew. Doc, what did you mean by, Abdullah was Kamala before Kamala. I saw Kamala before Abdullah. Oh. Did you see somehow see Abdullah before Kamala? I mean, it's possible. Abdullah was first, huh? In the yeah. business? Well, no, but I'm, you're, that's not what I'm saying. For me, I saw Kamala before I remember Abdullah. Well, I'm a little older than you. Okay, where'd you see Abdullah before Kamala then, since you were so much older? On my TV. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Can't tell me where He's, specifically. You on a well, TV? It's not Abdullah a location. Jobs. Oh God! 
<laughs> That's a question for you to answer, Hopper. Oh, man. What kind of car I does could, Abdullah drive? I could just picture him driving the old, like, the 85 Fleetwood with the bumper <laughs> hanging off. And he gets out the car. Hey, what's up, man? Ah, no, he's like, got a real high-pitched voice. And it's like the fucking beer cans all falling out and Bruh. fucking food wrappers. And it smells like blunts. <laughs> smells like hepatitis. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> what? Well, it smells like hep C floating down the road. Here come the tweets. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll definitely have some, some, some fucking Popeye chicken in there. <laughs> come on. You're going I'm to hell. Just, come on, Mike. Come on, bro. You know some some fucking big old black dude like that from fucking New Orleans. He's from <laughs> Toronto. He looks Stop. like he's from 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 fucking Mike's fucking so neck of the woods. You're judging a book by his cover. He's from Toronto, Canada. I mean, he looks he, like a big old black dude from fucking New Orleans. He he looks like he could be from the Lower Ninth Ward. Back before the Lower Nine was gentrified. Yeah. You mean improved? Yeah, I said gentrified. I don't know if yeah. I'd call it improved. It's you mean not improved. It's fucking poison. You mean redistrict? Redistricted. Okay. Yeah. Let's keep moving before this goes any further. Uh, we go to the next match because the Abdullah, Captain Mike, and Norman combination is just stupid enough. We go to it's Jimmy Garvin stupid. versus Eddie Gilbert. And um, what were you about to say, Hopper? Welcome to uh, Headlock City. How can I help you? Yes. Bro, this was a, a marathon. Yeah. Well, and let me mention, JR mentions that Hayes has been suspended and is on suspension, and that's why Garvin is wrestling in a singles match. He says Hayes took an unscheduled vacation. The Rock and Roll Express eventually will come down to ringside. This match is a Headlock Fest, as the guy said. There's a commercial interruption during the match because it's so long. We get, we get a little absorbing junior. I seem to remember that from back in the day. Um, oh, absorbing. They, I don't remember that shit. What the you don't remember that? that? Like icy hot? Um, I guess kind of. Yeah, like a pain. It was supposed to be like a pain reliever. Like numbing your shit up. Oh well, that guy just saved some lives and that made him feel great. But. <laughs> But he felt sore afterwards. So he put this shit on. I've never. What was it, what, why was it Junior? I guess there was an Absorbing Senior before senior. it. Yeah. Okay. It's probably because it's in a smaller bottle. I guess. What did they call it? It's a. Uh, hey, if you think liniment. the world is going to. To the shits today. Just remember, back then was fucked up too. Oh, yeah, man, well, uh, but it was so great, full of corn syrup and food coloring and and rouge. asbestos. Yeah, it's asbestos and ruse and AutoZone commercials. AutoZone Get in the zone, AutoZone. AutoZone. I don't think that's what they played back then. No. Yeah, it was different. So we finally go through all those commercials and we will come back Look to at the this match. Asshole. Fucking um, Murray. Murray. My dad had a Murray uh, lawnmower. Dude's on a riding lawnmower. 
Did he, Hopper? Y'all had that much grass to cut? No, not a ride lawnmower. It was just a oh, regular okay. push lawnmower. Gotcha. You know, Doc's so well off, he actually pays people to cut his grass. How much he- it cost? 40 bucks? Uh, I've got a third of an acre. And I, and here's the thing. Mm. He's about so, to show y'all that privilege, y'all. Well, I have a black man that cuts my yard. <laughs> like oh, I said, wow, that's real nice. You got to point that out, don't you? Well, he and I are buddies. I bet y'all are. Right. You you give him money. My best friend's black. Right. That's how you just sounded. <laughs> well, I have two. Most people that say that only have one, but I have this guy and you, Mike. Wow, that's nice. Right. And so... Well, won't you just say three? You know, my well, wife as well, right? We, you know, we've just... we've talked him up. He is he you works. the numbers, the... why don't you? Go ahead. He works for my next door neighbor. Oh yeah. So, so about five years ago, my lawn equipment got stolen out of our shed. So I asked him if he would cut our lawn, and we had small children. I was like, man, I don't want to do this. I got kids. He's like, yeah. I said, how much would you charge me? He said $45. I said, oh, you sold. This year, I gave him a $5 raise. Not oh. asked for it. Didn't ask for it. That Hey, that's an 11% raise. How much did you get last year, Menace? Um, Damn, that's 50 bucks a week? Yeah. Fuck. Right, see? How much? What was your raise last year, buddy? $100 a fucking month. Right. Um. Yeah. But you better so, go to Home Depot, go buy a fucking lawnmower. Well, here's Ugh. the thing. Here's the thing. So the guy that cuts my yard has picked up the other two of the other yards on our cul-de-sac. So now he does four at a time. Oh, so he's fucking working it. Right. And his wife retired, so he's got her out pushing the lawnmower too. That's right. It's That's pretty funny. That's it. Yeah. So he and our buddies, we sit and talk, and he'll be like, man, she's killing me. And I'm like, hey, man, it don't matter what color they are. They're all crazy. And we're like, ha, 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 what's up? <laughs> but he's getting older. So he's probably coming to the end. And the boy, Latrell, is starting to get into the prime free labor age of his lifetime. So in a couple of years, when he's about 10 or 11, he's going to get behind a lawnmower. I got this all planned out. Right. And after that long story, Doc just told well, us. Well, they had a headlock on, so I thought I'd go into business for myself a little bit. Well, well like I what, said. They one. Right. Like I said, he's showing you his privilege <laughs> and how well off he is uh, paying somebody big money to cut his lawn. But anyway. After what feels like 30 minutes of this match, and I didn't time it. My note was, why does rock and roll come out after 25 minutes? I guess they got bored waiting in the back, man. I don't know. I don't have an answer for you. This was my favorite match of the show, though. It went on so long, I could fast forward a couple of times. (laughs) It was Headlock City. You did not miss anything. There's two things, though, about this match. So do you want to do the finish, and then I'll go go point. No, point. Go ahead. Take your points right here. Go ahead. I mean, go ahead. This, yeah, tell us what you got. There's these two guys are good wrestlers. Yes. Yeah. This match would have worked a lot better 
1984 than it did in 1990. Oh, no doubt. I'm talking to the people, Harper. Oh. Um, the second thing is, for as long as this was, and I was thinking that, because I knew they had lost me, they had lost the crowd. The crowd was up at the end. For all that you can say about this being slow and headlocks and head scissors, the crowd popped at the end. Yeah, and this is a like to me, you couldn't pull this off nowadays because people have too much. Like you were, I mean, they they just they just have too much that they can l- turn their attention to. They pull the phone out, you know how it is nowadays. Yeah, you you I ain't mean, you and I are on our phones while we're recording this. You ain't pulling this match off nowadays. So yes, no. the people stayed into it because it is 1990 and there's there aren't the distractions. Um, the rock and roll coming out there also kind of helped play a part in the people playing into it because Ricky and Robert are kind of slapping the canvas and and there's legitimate bad blood with Ricky and Robert and the Freebirds just based on you know last few weeks as well. So we've got a little few going there. So that's that's why you got that. So the, this- the rock and roll. Go ahead. Is this the longest TV match? Not like we're going to go out to the so-and-so arena. Is this the longest TV match we've seen in six years doing this? I think it is. I think so, huh? No, we're going to go watch Wyndham and Flair go 45 minutes over at this other thing. Or we're going to watch Ole and Arn or Tully and Arn versus the Rock and Roll in, in South Carolina at a TV taping. Or in the studio, this went on forever. Well, see, that's the thing. This is kind of equivalent to those matches, even though the crowd isn't as hot. Where you had the, you know, yes and, and no. Because, yes and no, because I mean, these people had to deal with Norman last week, and then they saw him again. Well, no, what I'm saying you're saying is this the longest TV match? I mean, we're not in the studio, and if you remember in '86, no, but it's a TV, we... but it's a TV taping. Well, yeah, but in '86, so, that that match you're talking about with the Rock and Roll and Ole and Arn, that was a TV taping, but it was in one of the arenas. Like they left the studio because remember, it was there was a time period in '86 where they just left the studio for a little while and they were out, you know, basically going through the Mid Atlantic Territory. It wasn't they didn't throw it from the studio to the building. Is what I, is the I point I'm making? Did. No, there's, it's on Peacock now. You can go back and look at it. Now, you'll have trouble searching it because they're freaking searching on Peacock for anything j- specific. You ain't going to find it. It's a pain in the butt to find. I can tell you that much. But they finally added like 85, 86 Saturday night. On I'm it. on that BTT drive, so I don't give a shit. Okay, well, I'm with you, dude. I'm just telling you. Do, so the, anyway, patrons have a, do the patrons, do they have that drive as well? Um. Ixnay on the Xnay, brother. So anyway, um, maybe we could sell that. Um, I have no clue what you're talking about at this moment in time. So we this match, the way this thing ends, Gilbert wins with help from the Rock and Roll when Morton grabbed Garvin's leg when Garvin was about to suplex uh, Gilbert into the ring, and Gilbert lands on Garvin, and we get the one, two, three, and that was it. So Eddie Gilbert wins with the help of the the baby faces and whatnot. So any thoughts on the finish, Hopper? No. Yeah, that was my thought. No. Talk you. Why'd they wait so long to pull his damn leg? 
If I was Garvin, I'd be pissed at Michael Hayes for not being there to support me. Well, he's suspended. Right. Don't get suspended, jackass. Not you, Michael Hayes. Yeah, Yeah. we got you. We then go to a series of commercials again. And the main one I noted from this one. What the fuck is this movie? I don't remember this shit at all. I have no clue what this is. Let's see the name of it. I was going to say, we we see a commercial for Ernest Crazy People is the name of the movie. Wow. Uh, Never heard of it, Hopper. You're a movie guy. You ever heard of that one? No. Dudley Moore and Daryl, what's his last name? Anna. Yeah. And the guy okay. from uh, My Two Dads. Paul Reiser. Yeah. My Two Dads. Neither one of y'all have ever seen yesterday. Crazy People. I can't help you there. All right. I see a bunch of loser sports right here. <laughs> the Goodwill Games. The Goodwill Shit, people Games. People should. <laughs> Mac, uh, just the Olympics. They just ended. Why? Why? Why do you hate the did Olympics so much? Did they make so that much? shit up? TBS did. The Goodwill Games. Yeah. yeah. Turner made that up. Okay, I got a question, Doc. Why do you hate the Olympics? Like why so, do you what do you hate about? It? Now don't get me wrong. There's some stuff on the Olympics I will not watch and I'm like this is dumb. I got a couple of problems here. So in the Summer Olympics, they had like skateboarding and yeah. rhythmic gymnastics. Shit that's subjective wears me out. <laughs> well, you know why they added the skateboarding shit was to was to try to get young people to watch it. Great. They didn't. Yeah. So, look, I got enough problems trying to get Dez's catch to be a catch. I don't need some Romanian judge to tell me that was a 4.8. Now, now you're hitting on something because, of course, my wife and daughter want to see gymnastics. And I'm just like, this is way too subjective for me. I need to know a touchdown's worth six points. A freaking extra point is worth a point. Like, and I'm not disparaging. Here's the thing. I'm not disparaging the people that are doing the event because I could do that shit myself. It's it's right. It's a feat. But, yes. you know, it's the same feat that I see when I go to an NBA game and they have a halftime show. It's like, well, that looks pretty cool. I couldn't do that myself. Damn, that's pretty neat. Yeah. I don't. But. Yeah, the, the the point system on some of the sport that no, nah, I I just that ain't for me. But I will confess, yeah, like skateboard and shit. I did watch the U.S. basketball team thinking they were gonna do the job, but they just set everybody up for the okie doke because in losing preliminary games and then deciding, oh, we're gonna put our working boots on and, and win this thing. I did watch that. Um, Harper, don't laugh. I watched water polo, <laughs> dude. The boy watched that and was like, this is dumb. Well, you yeah. know, I mean, the women's team won the goal, and they have a black goalie who's a trailblazer. What, so I, what's know, that have to, to do it. with anything? Yeah, I'm I just saying. I had to watch it. Who are you rooting for? What? I root for everybody. Who are you rooting for? You uh, All countries matter to you, right? Okay, I got you. I just want everybody <laughs> to have a good time. <laughs> I rooted for the USA. I'm watching the, nice. the women, man. What do I'm you want me to say, dude? Well, if we're talking about basketball, I was rooting for Slovenia, motherfucker. 
That's oh, yeah, a shoot. But, he yeah. texted me. He said that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell him, Doc, which, why you rooted for him. Luca. Yeah. He he said that to me. He's like, bro, I want I, I want them. He's like, I want them to win, and I want them to beat the U.S. in the gold medal game. I got up at 7 a.m. to watch the – or 6 a.m. to watch the uh, bronze medal game with him. That's my boy over there. Fuck, I was watching the fucking women's uh, volleyball against the Brazilian team, and I was like, damn. Man, I'll burn all the flags if I can get Luca to get us a ring, man. I don't give a shit. Go ahead, Harper. What were you saying? Well, they were fine as fuck, bro. I knew those, that was coming those, from you. Those volleyball girls? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But what the American not... team, they had one chick that looked like fucking Mac and me. All I remember is we were doing this show back in 2016 and Hopper, I specifically recall, he could not stop talking about the Brazilian beach volleyball team. Oh, yeah. Fuck, you know who else was fine? was Misty May, boy. She had a nice life. Mm. Remember her? <laughs> I no. don't, but, um, you know, I can tell from yours. She yeah, had a nice little... Here's mm. the other thing. Okay, so two things about the Olympics. I was watching with Luttrell and wrestling was on. <laughs> he was like he goes I got a lot of questions we watched it for about 30 seconds <laughs> I got a lot of questions and I was like man I ain't got no answers just know that Raw is better than this well he goes and... go ahead he goes well yeah I know that but and he just was like why are there no ropes why don't they just <laughs> snatch somebody and chop them or hit them <laughs> He he was very, very confused. Here's my other thing. You make sure you tell him, although he may have been confused, don't laugh at it and don't mess with a wrestler or he'll be oh, tied yeah. up like there's a pretzel. No, there's no doubt you don't mess with the amateur wrestler. You you make buddies with them. Yes. Uh, and I, I was telling him, like, that those are tough dudes. Yes. The other thing is, I can't imagine dedicating my life to like the discus throw or like the decathlon or something that takes so much discipline and nobody gives a shit. That's not true. Well, I guess you get a scholarship out of it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then when you get to an elite level, you are, you can make money. So I'm, so the, I disagree. Discus, the discus person is making a lot of money. I mean, they ain't doing That's it for what free. Von Eric became a I mean, they get like sponsorship money, huh? From like yeah. Nike and Gatorade and shit. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, if, I don't if you're especially if you're competing at the Olympics, that means you're going to the World Championships. I mean, come on, they, they're they're those athletes are making money. I mean, they're not millionaires, but to sit there and act like they're they can't earn a living, nah, that's not true. I mean, look, man, there's stuff again. There's a lot of events in the Olympics I can't watch. I ain't watching no goddamn rowing. I don't give a whatever. But bro, track and field. You're drawing, like some this, weird line. You're drawing some weird lines here where you will watch water polo but not rowing. Okay. Go ahead, Harper. What are you about to say? And then we'll get back to Z-Man and Pillman. If you can't get a scholarship in that sport, then it's not a fucking sport. I'm just saying. So you're targeting, you're looking at skateboarding when you say that. I'm looking at fucking skateboard, motherfucker. I hear you. You ever, you ever really ride a skateboard, Harper? When I was a kid, we used to fucking kind of skate around with the little shitty uh, 
the fake vision skateboard from fucking service merchandise. It had a ninja on it. But you weren't really like gleaming the cube. Oh fuck no. Yeah. Well, time to keep moving. We saw a replay of the Z-Man uh, and Pillman attacking the Midnight Express and taking back the U.S. belt. We then go to a match. Pillman and Z-Man versus Zan Panzer and Rick Fargo. Cornette makes a comment about Pillman's mom. He said she's got so many wrinkles that when she wears earrings, she looks like a Venetian blind. That's nice. Oof. Pillman and Z-Man win. My only note was Corny's commentary. Doc, any thoughts from you? I had a one, but it would require you going back in the time things. And you, since you don't like me tonight, I doubt you will. Which one is it? What's the timestamp? Tell me. I don't have one. It was when they were coming out. There was, there was a on the near camera side. Right there, there was a blonde that lunges for Pillman. So well. you got to let them come around here. This match was long again. They they let these guys go with with the champs for quite a while. You're yeah. feeling time, man. Because ain't a lot. They, so they, they ain't a lot happening on this show. That no, much, it's the no. second week of the TV taping. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's see, see here. Here comes Pillman. He's like, "Who can I wink at tonight?" While I'm, whose kid is going to get the wink? Wow. Come on. Oh, her. Oh, her. She she lunged after him. Like, come here, but come back. I want to swallow it. Uh, oh, come Jesus. on. What the hell? What's that Grow mean? Up. She wants to have his seed in her tummy. Not oh, on. Mike. Not, not on. I'm, I'm going to keep going because this is ridiculous. Maybe a kid will grow in her. Maybe if I swallow it, a kid <laughs> so will So we mind. then go to commercial <laughs> since he doesn't know how I to I think act. that's how it works. <laughs> well, maybe. If that were the case, how many kids would we all have? Oh, no. <laughs> Uh oh, Harper's doing some math over there. Oh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Whoa, there's a Burger King commercial. This is right about the time you and I are both toiling away at a Burger King. No, not 1990. That's a little early for me. That's about okay, uh, I was about two years before I started there. Jesus. But yeah, close enough. So we keep going in these two with the filthy talk with. Z-Man and Pillman. Uh, we go to a match. It's Rick Steiner and Scott Steiner versus the Minnesota Wrecking Crew number two. This match is from the NWA main event show that aired on March 25th, 1990. Bob Cottle and Teddy Long are on commentary. They give this match a lot of time as well. The Minnesota Wrecking Crew, they work over Scott Steiner near the end and work over his injured arm. One of the Wrecking Crew members, because, you know, they all look alike with the mask on and whatnot, That's slams nice. Steiner on. on the outside of the ring on his arm, and Scott imagine, gets imagine counted if out. Imagine said that about Doom, Harper. <laughs> Scott gets counted out, and you have said that before, and the NWA World Tag Team Champs actually lose by count out here to the Minnesota Wrecking Crew. Uh, I got nothing from this. These guys aren't going to be here long, and... You know, the the champs lost by count out. The best part about this was Ole with his suspenders and his, uh, as as uh, Mikey and DFW, Mike Watson says on Twitter and Facebook, his do somebody in outfit, because that is certainly a do somebody in outfit. Anyway, Doc, thoughts on this? 
I was thinking, what if the Steiners just decided to get tough with these boys and unmask the AWA champions as jobbers on my TV? Well, technically they're not jobbers, but... Right, yeah. but, but what I'm saying is they're the AWA champs that just got unmasked on our TV. Yes. And we stretched them. Boy. That that would have been riveting, actually, back then. Because that would have been almost like a scandal. Yeah. Right. I hate when you say smart stuff. Makes me mad. But anyway. I know. Yeah. That's okay. you're mad all the time. The other thing is, can I get 108.37? Oh, yeah. I like and when you go forward. my note here is, Scott's real lucky he didn't blow his knee out right here. So we're at, we're at 108 uh 22 so we got a few more seconds but uh he throws he whips Scott into the ropes Scott hits a clothesline two of them All right, let's see what's coming up. I mean, he fell out the ring? It looked like his feet caught when he hit the mat down below. And he uh -huh. kind of bent back. Which, again, would be a real problem for a guy at this ascendancy to be ripping his ACL. I hear you. It's possible. I mean, I've seen worse on stuff that doesn't even look like it hurt somebody. So, And again, but, and again, you're thinking, well, is he, the AWA champs going to take liberties with the NWA champs? <laughs> It would have been something if they'd unmasked them, though. That's that's. I didn't think about that, but like, uh, just get them in the sugar down there and just take off that mask. <laughs> and if anybody can do it, it's these two. Harper, do you have anything from this? Vern would have I like never the finish. Been... Well, and Vern would have body part. Vern would have had a heart attack and never made it to the home where he choked out somebody. How fucked up is that? Uh it was messed up. I I'm Harper. I agree. I mean, I, it sounded negative when I said it earlier that they, they win, they beat the NWA champs by count out. Yeah, I but, mean, when was the last time you, you seen Scott Steiner getting fucked up like this? Well, you know, at the pay-per-view, see, here's here's why I think the finish was, was, was good from to what you're saying. At the pay-per-view at the end, the last pay-per-view, Arn and Ole messed up Scott's arm slash elbow. I don't, and now I don't remember if it was the left or the right, but they worked it over after they lost. So it would, it kind of, from a continuity point of view, it makes sense that Ole had his guys do something to Scott's arm because they targeted it, you know, just at the pay-per-view. So, I, I, yeah, I, I get you. It actually ties in well to that. Do you think so, Doc? Maybe. I, I thought it was weird that, like, for this mass, the, they're the, Wrecking Crew number two, and last week they're introduced, and now they're in the ring with the Steiners in a week. Wow. With so many tag teams in the tag team division, they're in the ring with the Steiners that fast. Now, you said it. They're not going to be here long, and, well, maybe that's part of the reason why, but if we're going to do it, let's do it right. About a month, I think, uh, is what yeah. I remember. Now then, fuck it. Why are we even talking about these pricks? <laughs> 
But Scott and Rick lose by count out. But of course, you don't lose the belts on a count out. So there's that. Uh, why has uh, he got a jock strap on his head? Bruh, I was about to say that. He's a dickhead. That. <laughs> <laughs> so the Steiners cut a promo after the match, and Rick Steiners got his amateur wrestling headgear spun around where the earpiece or e- the side of the ear, uh, ear cover, is, is over his forehead, and it. I mean, if you didn't know what an amateur headgear looked like, you you would think it was Hopper. What Hopper just said, a, a jock strap. It literally looks like a jock strap on his head. So anyway, I didn't have anything from the promo other than Rick Steiner looks like he's got a jock strap on, even though we know what it actually is. Uh, did you have anything, Doc, from it? No. All right. So we keep moving, uh, Hopper. I'm sorry. Did you have anything other than the jock strap? No. 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 Right. Uh oh. So no, we keep moving. Poo poo promo. It was just kind of eh. Yeah, it it was, and it was only like thirty seconds at the most. It was right. Yeah. So then we go to a we. There was a few commercials, but then we go to a video package, and it's Cornette throwing it to a workout with Sting, mm. and Sting says he's talking to Jr. He's riding a, a a stationary bike, you know, working out that knee. He says he won't be the same after this injury. He says his focus is only getting back at Ric Flair. And Doc can't wait to see these two tangle in a few months. We're still about three and a half months away, Doc. So no need to do the Von Eric thing just yet. You got three and a half months to go. Any thoughts on uh, Sting working out and telling old Rossi here he's uh, he's going to be back and better than ever, Doc? Wouldn't it be more baby face for him to take the sunglasses off while he's working yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, if you went to Stan Lane working out with sunglasses on, I'd be like, well, okay, he's a prick and he's going to fuck a girl. That's some heel shit. Okay. So, two things. Stan would have had the glasses on, but then would have took them off and still came right. across as a prick, but a prick that was going to take your girl and you know, go home and do some winking like Pillman as well. But have you ever known anybody who's such a heel in real life that they're wearing sunglasses in a workout? Well, see, that's what I was about to say. Cause Harper and I were talking, we talked about this, I think last month or whenever, remember when they did the interview in the hospital with him and he had the sunglasses on. And I said, I said, Harper, dude, he looks like a prick with them glasses, bro. Nothing about boogie. Nothing about you screams computer or technology. Nothing about you screams face here. And, uh, Hopper, you know, y'all agreed. And that's exactly what I thought of, again, seeing this thing here. Working out inside with sunglasses on. Ain't that When's much the last sun time? in the world. And when does the last time the two of you wore a necklace? Dude, I had to be in my 20s, man. I, I don't I don't remember. It was I was young. You know, Hopper, when did you wear one? Uh-oh. Oh. I guess he went to, you know. So, so my question is: Is that just something that's gone away, or did we grow out of it? What, what, what? I mean, we grew out of honestly, it. Honestly, if if you're out there and you wear a necklace, let Mike know about it. No, I think we grew. Yeah, out of send it him now. a message to tell him exactly what kind of doo doo chain you're wearing. I think we grew out of it. Because I think I think kids still still do that stuff you think so but see you okay Here's that's the not other a thing. Fair. okay stop right here stop right here hold on so the wrestling wrap-up 
Hold on, I'm gonna go back to it because I'm I was about to do something else. Go ahead. Hey. Yeah. Hey, I'm pissed. When's the last well, we time you wore a necklace? What's that? When's the last time you wore a necklace? Or a necklace? Hold on, hold yes. on, dude. You asked. You are so, You know, for being a smart person, you're you you never preface anything, and it's you are the worst with that, Hopper. Sting was working out. We were talking about how he's got the glasses, sunglasses on. He looks like a prick, but he's got a a, a chain on. That's how does what that Doc's change talking the answer about. to when the last time he wore a necklace? Was. Because you calling it a necklace and it's a chain. They're kind of slightly different. Whatever. I never Pop. wore that. Okay, Ever. there you go. You never wore something, some some jewelry around your neck. No. I don't think so. I mean, if I did, it was back in high school. It was like a Metallica chain or something. <laughs> yeah. I, thought uh, he was I found say my so. old fucking uh, leather jacket from fucking high school with the Iron Maiden pins and shit all in it. Hell yeah. Send that, yeah, o- send that over old to shirts. Texas. My, my kid likes Iron Maiden. He'd wear that. Put that shit up on eBay. I'll buy it. Prop. I found all my old fucking metal shirts. They're probably mm. worth something. I got a shirt from when I saw Twisted Sister. And mm. it's got D. Snyder on it. And it's just Twisted Forever. I like it. And I said, dude, I could probably set us for like 50 fucking bucks. You might be surprised, man. Yeah. All right, Doc, you were about to say something about the wrestling wrap-up graphic that we have here. 25 so, and 12 issues. So here's the thing. This is the discussion I wanted to have with you, Mr. Menace. Mm-hmm. Would it have, would you have gotten further with your mama getting 12 issues for 25 bucks than you would have a pay-per-view for $29.99? I would have gotten the magazines. Yeah. Yeah, that's the see. That was my thinking. Is is that like your parents could see like the magazine come in the mail and it's over a year, so right. they would have been like, "Look, okay, this will be your birthday present. I got you a subscription to you. you I got you a subscribe to the wrap up versus a one night thing." And which then, would you? Which would then, you rather it have now? You to, uh, it 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 makes you want to read, which helps. Sure. So would you rather have looking back on it? So I think we all agree our parents might have gone for this more than a pay-per-view. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. I used to get the WWF once mailed to the house for like two years. I had Nintendo Power. Oh, my God. That was the shit. Dude, a friend of mine used to get that, bro. We used to sit there for hours. We're flipping through that shit, man. We've, we've talked about that before, the Nintendo Power on this show. How we would flip through it for funny. hours. Do you still have them? Nah, I ain't got them. Nah, nah, fuck that. Get um, him to tell a story one day about what happened to all his PWIs that he used to have. Oh, no. Hmm. So. He's salty about that one to this day. So. But, hey, Doc. Let me answer your question. Yes. You know, it, now, while I didn't get wrestling wrap up, I asked my mom for Sports Illustrated and had that for a year or two. And I never forget her just 
she got it, but she was like, let me tell you a little ass something, you little bastard. Literally, her words. I'm going to get it, and I'm putting it on this credit card just so you know. So I had, like, guilt associated with my Sports Illustrated. Yeah, but here's the thing. So you didn't have a a biological that bothered, but in my house, I got to use that as leverage because my dad would read Sports Illustrated and or we had the sporting news that came every week. Oh, yeah, that commercial comes on here, too. Yep, yeah. it does. So I was able to, like, glom onto that and read that shit. I've always wanted but, that fucking Sports Illustrator phone. But here's the question. Now, if you That's, had it to do over again, knowing what we know, would you take the 12 issues of the magazine where you're getting worked? Or for one night a year, would you get your parents to get you a pay-per-view? I would get the pay-per-view. See, I would too. Okay, so the, the but but the choice you're asking is, would you take wrestling wrap-up the magazine or the one pay-per-view? If that's the choice, I yeah. definitely would get the one pay-per-view. Because, because it's wrestling wrap-up and that, but I mean... But back then we were 10 years old and we didn't know how to make our business case. Right. Yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, used to love so, the, the fuck of pro wrestling uh, illustrated. And I remember one time at a back, there was this video you could order for the women's wrestling, and they're doing, you know, it's it's something sexual. You, you, you fucking know how that, that shit was. They show them, you know, they got her like in a body scissors and all this shit. It, it's obvious it was something to jerk off to. <laughs> and my mom saw it. She's like, what is this? What? That's what. That's wrestling. She's like, that's not wrestling. It's like, yeah, it is. It's it's just women's wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Always comes back to cranky. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, we'll keep moving now. Tons of commercials. Uh, when we then we get a replay of last week with Ron Simmons versus Animal when Butch Reed interfered in the match and the Warriors won by DQ, but Teddy Long came in out of nowhere and knocked out Paul Ellering. And I'll go to this next promo now. What fucking movie was that? What movie? Shit! Now you're gonna make me go back to it. The hand, Hold on. Uh, what's his name from Saturday? From Saturday? Saturday Night Live. Was it this? Was this it? No. That's final. Hold on, bro. They're showing movies. I don't even remember none of this shit. But it, it, they bro, always do. They that. made a bunch of spare ass movies in the '80s so they could get that shit to VHS. Yeah, Let's see. It was after the Eminem commercial. Yeah. Is this what the it? Fuck is it? Yeah. What's if you don't know, Dana you know Spade. I don't know. That's Dana Carvey. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> Opportunity knocks. I don't remember that shit. I remember the name. I never saw it. Sounds riveting. I'll pass. Yeah. Okay. There was a sport news right there. On TBS means that the Braves are getting ready to start playing two hour and 15 minute games while Greg Maddox pitches, throws 88 pitches and kicks your ass. Yeah. We we've well, been making fun of the Braves for several years. That shit's about to change on here. It, it sure is. It's getting close. All right. So again, they show the replay of Simmons versus Animal from last week, so, and uh, Teddy knocked out Paul Ellering. What were you about to say? What we're about to see here. 
let's keep an ear on Teddy here and what well, he's about to say. We've been keeping an ear on him. Here it is. I am happy today. And the reason why I'm happy is because you people saw Sugar Ray Long knock that skinhead Paul Ellerin right out. Poop. <laughs> I mean, the drugs are still smoking, baby. So now, all I've got to worry about now is the Soul Brothers Doom taking care of the Road Warriors. And my mind's at ease because I know that they're going to get rid of Hawking Animal. And Paul Ellerin, if it takes knocking you out in every building we go, then that's exactly what I'll do. Now, Doom, Soul Brother Ron, Soul Brother Butch, tell him, Ron. Brother, you have said it all. What do we have to say? Look at us, our body. Speak for itself. Our action speaks for itself. We don't have to get out and tell you what we're gonna do. You've seen us do it countless amount of times, and you'll see it done again. Tell them all. Let me tell you something. You know, that's the way it's gonna be, Ellery. You've been calling Teddy out, taking the roll, <laughs> runners on him, and everything like that. So now it's over. So Doom is gonna sick you too, boy. We're gonna leave you laid out every time. You want some of Doom? We're going to put Teddy on you after we take out your roadrunners, you understand? Which is no problem. I thought them boys would fight. But let me tell you something. You don't know nothing about no fight until you stand up with the likes of Doom. Because we are just what our name is, Doom. And Doom means down with the road warriors. In the ring from... I don't know what the hell Butch Reed was saying, and it wasn't because it was bad. It's just that Teddy Long is so entertaining and distracting. What do you have, Doc? He's an entertaining little fella now. Man. What do you what do you think about him calling Paul Littering a skinhead? I thought that was great. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was great, too. The problem is the stipulation match that these two are working towards. As he calls him a skinhead. More on that when we get to it. At the Clash or pay-per-view, whenever that is. No spoilers here. What else you have, You think Doc? Teddy smells like cocoa butter? Come on. Uh, well, he's been... I mean, you've been around Teddy at Wildcat. Did he smell like cocoa butter? No. See, exactly. He smells like stereotype. Miles. What? <laughs> what? I got a question speaking of Teddy. I hate y'all. Boy. Cocoa butter, black and miles. I mean, can, can do you well, ever? They come say, in a packet like two for a dollar. How do you know? You buy them? I see them. All right, gotcha. What was your question, so, Doc? So, another podcast you don't want me to say the name is real big on Pez Watley these days. Do you think? We need Chaska Watley today in a wrestling promotion. I mean, it would get over. I don't know how society complain about it, right? Yeah, I mean, you'd get, dude. They there'd be so many complaints and the outrage. It would get squashed. Yeah. I mean, you agree, Hopper? Sounds like it. Yes. Yeah, they would be like, oh, this is so fucked up. You're making fun of black people. It's a, uh, you know, stereotype, yada, yada, yada. You know, this ain't the same thing, but I've heard Kamala talk about 
I've heard him when he was alive be asked the question about, you know, the gimmick he did. And man, he was always like, Man, what do I got to be mad about? I was making money, you know. I mean, you know, I was I was living good. <laughs> he was like because he he was asked that question specifically. And now again, it's totally different than Shaska's gimmick that he had where he was gonna whip a heel Billy and Yeah. And, you know, who zoom in who sucker? You know, I mean but yeah, man. Would it get he over? He sounded yeah. so real though. Bruh, he was phenomenal. Yeah. And we talked about it four years ago nonstop every week. So yes, Doc, it would get over just fine. The problem is the electronic social media would get it taken off TV. And you know it. Am I lying? Oh, it would happen real quick. <laughs> Instantly. <laughs> it wouldn't even, like... Before the show was over, the promotion would be apologizing and saying, oh, we're sorry, it won't happen again. But Pez was good. Pez was a good wrestler. He could cut promos. And he was better at Shaska than he was Pez. That's the funny thing. Yeah. You know. But the World Warriors just defeated Hacksaw Higgins and Joe Kazana, and the World Warriors came in. uh, No music, but they got a nice ovation, and they win quickly. Uh, we'll keep moving. The Road Warriors then cut a promo after the match. I don't have notes from it, and I hope I don't mi- didn't miss anything. Doc, did you have anything from the promo? Not really. Yeah, I thought it was meat and potatoes. What about you, Hopper? Yeah. Uh, right. I mean, it's not it's not bad. Don't get me wrong. They then I uh, froze up on me at this point for some reason. What froze up? I don't know. Like I, I was watching it. It, it. it. I don't know. It's the internet or, or what? It just fur. It fucking froze up. Oh, okay. My my screen my screen share didn't freeze up. You you when no you no no like on my phone. Okay. Well, you didn't miss too much more to to be honest because uh, it's a bunch of commercials and then they show a they go to a replay of Flair versus Luger from Wrestle War on February twenty fifth over a month ago. And again, if you want to hear us review that, go to tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt where you can get the full uh, two and a half, three hours worth of audio of us covering a really good match that they had there along with a really good pay-per-view. Tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. They do cut the finish off and they went to commercial so you really couldn't see the finish. And then uh, one of the last things or the last thing they go to on this week's episode, it looks like it's going to be Kevin Sullivan versus Chris Powers in the... I'm going to call it loosely the main event. Uh, but before the match, Sullivan slaps Cactus and tells him to get in the ring. And Cactus does just that. So it's Cactus Jack versus Chris Powers. Cactus is is really just brutalizing this guy. It's not much of a competition. He slams him on the floor as we work to the finish and does the elbow drop to the floor. Cactus brings him into the ring and he pins him. Eventually, uh, Sullivan gets on the mic after the match and tells Abdullah and Norman to bring their asses to the ring. And here these two come. We end up with a wild brawl. Sullivan, Cactus Jack, Abdullah, and Norman. And that's it. JR and Cornette close the show. I'll throw it to you, Doc. Anything from Cactus and Sullivan and this whatever happens at the end here. Can you play 13631 and tell me what Corny is saying? 136 what? 31. Yeah, hold on. All right, hold on. We're at 136. 
25. Let's see what's going on here. What in the world opportunity is there in Little Rock, Arkansas? Cactus Jack went for the shoulder block and Chris Powers moved out of the way. What a, now Sullivan, he's been a little nicer to him, but he's still giving him some he said, what in the world opportunity is there in Little Rock, Arkansas? I just want to apologize to all our listeners in Little Rock. I've been there, and I think it's a great town. Yeah. To those who are Arkansas, offended, you Arkansas is underrated. All right. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, the people are morons, but that's anywhere. <laughs> okay, you hate everybody. So. Right, but Arkansas is a, Arkansas's got some nice scenery. It's a nice little I mean, state. Walmart's there. Oh, whatever. <laughs> I'm talking uh, about the nature harbor, not some damn logistics center. Are they known for diamond mines? <laughs> no, that's South Africa. Wow. I think Arkansas was known for diamond mines. I think it was cubic zirconium. No. Oh, is it? <laughs> well, look it up. I've got nothing. Yeah, Don't right. you think if it was known for diamond bonds, they would have stripped that bear by now? Because they used to have it on their uh, license plate. Now, wait a minute. Now he's looking it up. It was a up. diamond on their fucking license plate. And I remember, like, as a kid asking my mom, I was like, why do they got a diamond? And she's like, oh, they're, they're known for diamond mines. Bro, you know that shit was curvy cubings or coming. I'm I'm letting y'all finish this discussion because I've got nothing to add to it. I don't know. I can't figure it out on the fly. Apparently, there's some maybe a truth, uh, a sliver of validity to that. But if you if you are from Arkansas or no, I think you know about this. That is Mike five zero four at btt dot com. <laughs> Let him hear from you. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, yeah, fucking Arkansas diamond mines. It's it's called the they they're. Their state park is a diamond state park. All right. Yeah. Go to Arkansas for they your diamond, diamond for your shit, woman. Yeah. <laughs> diamond mines. Yeah. I, see? I, see? Okay. I just learned something. Yeah. I, I'm going to commit that to memory. Every sure. kiss begins with K. <laughs> with Arkansas. Watch this bump on the floor before we finish this show. Norman hits Cactus, and Cactus takes a back bump into Sullivan's the back of Sullivan's legs. That could have been a problem because um, that's, that's right here. That's how oh. that's how ankles get broken, ACLs get torn when you. That's why they oh, tell I you like the quarterbacks, like the offensive linemen's get when they're just standing there. And yeah, the guy gets rolled into the back of them. That's why in a in a like a battle uh, royal, they tell you. Don't take a bump, like flat back bump, because that's literally how you mess something up in a leg, ankle, whatever. Anyway, I caught that on the replay. Uh, but Sullivan's fine, and Cactus and Abdullah are brawling. And again, that's pretty much how we go off air. They they do go to commercial after the brawl. They come back, and Jr. and Cornette close the show. They speculate about Flair and Luger, and if we'll see them next week. Because we didn't get them this week and we didn't get a ton of promos. So on that note, we do need to close this thing and rate it and give out the Rolex. But before we do so, remember, if you are not a patron, become one. TinyURL.com slash BTT. And I've already mentioned it a few times. But the other thing I want to mention is our Amazon Associates link. 
If you shop on Amazon, please use that link. It is tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Give that link to the wives, girlfriends, side pieces, all those things in your life, and tell them to use it each and every time they shop on Amazon. Again, it's tinyurl.com slash Amazon. Okay, Doc, I always throw it to you. Do you want to rate it or hand out the Rolex first? Which one? Let's rate it. Uh, so I, I, I'll go first and only because I like wrestling and not because it was a good episode. Uh, very, very low B minus. Mm. Very, very low B minus. Yeah. Probably should have gave it a C plus, but I'll go B minus. What are you giving it, Doc? Well, in honor of Abdullah being on the show, I'm going to give it a strong hep C. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, I've been waiting wow. all night for me to come through, but you know, if you stick around long enough, I'm always going to deliver. All right, uh, Hopper, you, what are you going to give it? Uh, uh, a B minus, like you said, because a B minus, a B minus is more is more appropriate, and here's why: because they gave us some matches we could fast forward through. Yeah, but it was it was two fucking hours, and then I was like, "Oh fuck, it's Abdullah!" But he's a good guy, and he's with fucking Norman, and it makes no fucking sense. Well, that Norman shit's a, a letter grade and a half. Yeah, increase. dude, what the fuck? That motherfucker was on his TV way too fucking much. Bastion Booger's getting too much run. Ugh. When you watch these back like we're doing and. See Norman every See, week. But, but who's pushing for this? That's what I'm saying. Who's booking? Got... Like, like who says, "Boy, this is gonna be great, bro." And it... that's a really interesting question because we always hear about the booking committee, but Corny's like, we keep getting buried by this point, so fuck it. So who is the booking committee? Because Flair's leaving about this time. The, no, no, the committee. I think I think Flair's off the committee by this point, right? Right. And so there's a point in somewhere in here where Oli takes over, probably working with Herd, but like, who is behind this? And if it's her and if it's Herd, pushing Norman is almost as bad as fire and flare. Yeah, I think Oli's I think Oli is either the head of the committee or he's we talked about this, but I can't remember exactly if he's leading the committee or or he disbanded it. I'm not really sure, but Oli is is at the top by this point. But even if he was, he didn't start this push for Norman. Who's pushing for that? Well, that's yeah. what I was about to say. It's not him with this Norman stupidity. Um, Norman started before this nonsense, so. Um, this has got to be heard, man, because because of the cartoon nonsense that he wants the mirror and all that stuff. Yeah, fuck that shit. But I think I think by this point, this is March thirty first. I think Oli disbanded the committee, and he's just head Booker. If he's not head Booker now, it's got to be shortly. And Jesus Lord, this is. Mm. Yeah, it's that. Yeah. But the Norman thing has just been I mean, we've been talking about this forever now, man. It's 
I, I, you know, the one thing I'll say about this episode, as I give it the B minus, is Norman. We've been talking about it forever now, but the, but what's what's worse is they one upped the stupidity this week. And when you think they can't get any dumber with it, they put him out there as a Ninja Turtle last week. He's still a Ninja Turtle. Now he's got the boogeyman, Abdullah, as he called him. And he's a baby face with Norman. And Captain Mike is out there, teeth and gums, laughing, because he's got to think this is stupid. Here, so anyway. Here, here's, the, here's the other thing. There's nothing about Norman that says kids. Yeah. The guy he's fighting, even though there's no reason to think it at that time, would have been way better to connect with kids being Mick Foley. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. You can say that, but uh, maybe, maybe you wouldn't have thought that for twenty, you know, twenty yeah. or fifteen more years. I get that. Yeah, that's but the point thing. is, they just don't understand. Like, okay, you here's the thing: you want to tell me that Sting's going to connect with kids? Like, I may not like it, but I understand what your Sting's for the kids. I'll say that all the time. I get it. I get that. I don't like it, but I get it. Norman. Yeah. Norman? And here's the thing. They had the smarts to get rid of the ding-dongs. Well, yeah, after an army base completely took a big, drip, meaty, hairy dump all over <laughs> it. I mean, it was, so, it was so stupid. The bells were... I mean, dude, Jim Ross might be lucky okay, he didn't so get fired. Thing, how much less stupid is Norman than the ding-dongs? Oh, it's not. It's just as dumb. Right. Jim Ross's commentary on that match at the Clash, like <laughs> you got to go back and listen to it in full. He, I'm, dude, Jim Hurd's got to be thinking. He's got to be listening to that, going, what, what, what are we doing? Like, wh what is he saying? But maybe he didn't listen. Anyway, all right, let's. So we handed out the, uh, we gave out the rating. Uh, now it's Rolex time. Doc, who are you giving your Rolex to? Fuck. So I. Didn't have anybody selected as we came into the show, but Harper convinced me about who to give the Rolex to. Oh, really? I'm giving that? the Rolex to Abdullah for having to crouch in a probably uncomfortable position <laughs> inside. Yeah, the for real. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Harper, who are you giving yours to? That fireman for that the Jr. Good. When he saved those people, but his but his body's so sore now. Okay, I didn't expect that. I'm gonna give it. To I, I don't Teddy. know, but this was a sh kind of sh sh uh, yeah. I guess Abdullah. I'm I going. Guess. I'm going Teddy Long just for the. Oh yeah, forgot about Teddy. For the sheer entertainment that he provided. Yeah, but I mean, we got no Arn this week, no Flair. It's yeah, no Luger. No Luger. No, uh, no Ranger man. Ross. They're just running out the clock this week is all that's happening. This I is mean, like that fourth this is like that fourth episode of the Smoky Mountains. Oh God. Yeah. When you had seen it all already? Yeah. Yeah. Th yeah. And they had seen it all. Yeah. And the stands were starting to like file out. Yeah. That's true, huh? Well, about that. real quick, um, if you were wondering why we 
having RIP'd beautiful Bobby Eaton on the last two main shows and somehow missed our special show, we did do a show uh, completely dedicated to Bobby Eaton where we uh, thanked him for the memories. And just for the little fella in Asia, I talked about snail trails in that show. Wow. Uh, Yeah. Who's that? You just just couldn't resist, could you, Doc? You had to bring up snail trails as we were RIP in one of the greats. That's that's just like you, just like you. So anyway, what a beautiful, uh, what a beautiful tribute. We did a we did a great show on Bobby Eaton, and please check that out. And on another note, I do have to mention Harper's Video Service, life yeah. advice, relationship advice. Remember, if you'd like your own shout out, go to or email Harper at Chris Harper sixteen Wildcat at gmail Tell him, uh, you know, what you want in your video that he's doing, whether it's a shout out to yourself or you're shouting out a friend or you're giving some life advice to a friend or telling somebody who's getting married not to get married. Please go there and email him and tell him what you want. And then after you do that, PayPal Harper 20 bucks to CC30388CC at Yahoo.com. If you want to see what that was that I just mentioned and you missed it, either hit rewind or... Check the show description, and it's all in the notes down there. Also, check out Our Vantage Point, the retro wrestling podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless. They support us, so please support them. And check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV, who handle our ECW show on the uh, Patreon feed. On that note, I'm a little tuckered out, although I may not sound like it. Doc, you wore me out today. Uh, You got anything before we get out of here, Doc? What does that mean? I mean, you wore me out. I mean, I don't think it takes a brain surgeon. You just wore him out, man. You're a fucking machine. Yeah, dude, you're like the T-Rex these days, bro. (laughs) Hey, I just want to point out real quick. Half Pint, I need you to to get ready. You're getting called up pretty soon to to the main roster for an assignment. So I need you to get ready for this NFL preview. Yeah, I know. He's uh, emailed me six times about it already. I'm kidding. It hasn't been six, but it's <laughs> that's been cute. That's cute when people are are worried about their big league assignment. Just, <laughs> just you know, follow our lead. You'll be fine. I, I guess. I don't... <laughs> hey, I, the one thing I got to realize, I got to, uh, I got to upgrade my uh, my uh, predictions. Cowboys aren't going to go sixteen and zero this year. Oh, okay. Seventeen and zero, huh? Seventeen yeah. and zero. That's because he added the fucking win. game. <laughs> yeah, the dumbest thing. The dumbest thing ever. We start. We start about with safety. the Buccaneers. We start with the first game of the season. Buccaneers. Auburn nailed I'll it. I hope y'all win. They, they worried about safety. <laughs> yeah. It's all about safety. Yeah. My, sure. Whatever you say, NFL boy, y'all come with some stuff. Yeah, Doc. I mean, you know, as a Saints fan, you kind of hope they win, but we're all re- so you're saying we're all rooting for the Cowboys in Week One, the entire nation. Unfortunately, I mean, it's the lesser of two evils. Hey, I just I'm glad that we can all come together and be as one. Harper, here's my prediction. Uh we are not going to be 500 this year. The playoffs are done. There's too many problems, and it has nothing to do with the quarterback situation. Well, it's in the secondary too. But did you see your quarterback not get through the tackling dummy? Uh, like no. I said, I'm not worried about a quarterback and tackling dummies. I'm more worried about a secondary, a defensive line. Uh, and by the way, the the Saints called Hopper and me last week 
to potentially play receiver. So that kind of yeah. tells you the status of of our team. Can you players. imagine Harper running routes? <laughs> I, I could do that shit. He runs a fly and just lays down at the end of it. <laughs> I love right, it. Yeah, I love I'm gonna be I'm gonna be off sides on the next play. Fuck it. <laughs> Hey, Jameis will be fine, man. There's plenty of crab legs down there in New Orleans. Y'all be all right. <laughs> Harper runs five yards on a route and starts tapping his helmet in the middle of the route. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he, can't, he, can't even, he can't even finish the route. He's tapping his helmet just out of the blocks. What would be great is if he whipped an ether rag out <laughs> and, and laid the DB out. Now that's all right. On that note, uh, Harper, if you got nothing else, man, let's get out of here. Hit the tagline. Book it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>